Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition, I think that's what we call it now, of the Ed Hallback Show. We are so glad you're here to listen to us again today because we have stories with life stories with sarcasm, smart ass remarks, and awesome guests. And today is a life story. The year 1967. Yes, I'm old enough to be 12 in 1967. But uh, first of all, we got to take care of some other business. Remember, tell everybody you know. Listen to the Ed Hallback Show, www.edhallback.com. That's E D H A L B A C H. And today, my perennial host and his sidekick, Johnny G and the Freaking Monkey. Welcome. Thank you, Ed. It is an a privilege. Oh, thank you for not using that H word again. <laughs> Last week we overdid it. I know. I'm glad you remember. What is that little bastard doing? He's got a name, you know. Monkey. <laughs> I don't know. Damn monkey, you Damn call mon- him. <laughs> no, he. I. Um, I, I think I shared with you the situation how I acquired him, and I've never got. I've never received a consistent answer from my uncle on what his name is. Ah, what is the answer to? Um, I call him Doctor Zayas or Z, after that documentary Planet of the Apes. I'm not familiar. It's, True story. I, I'm not denying it. I'm just okay. not familiar. If you want to explain okay. it to our listeners see, at sometimes home. Sometimes he responds. Z. Z. Come on. Z. Here. Yeah. See? I think he's looking for a handout. Uh, okay. Typical just monkeys. Quiet with the pistachios. There you go. At least we're not in Costa Rica where I guess they can maul you to death, especially if you try to give them. He's not one of those monkeys. Oh, well, that's good. Where's he from? Uh, Zanzibar. Sandabar? Zanzibar with a Z. Oh, San- oh I was thinking of a sandbar. <laughs> the sandbar. Well, that's after the show. We go there and drink. That's probably oh, well, you know what? Looking forward L- to. Listen to this, ladies and gentlemen. This is a glass of scotch, the cheap stuff. And Johnny G said I could pour a double. Because he brings a beer every time and then ends up throwing beer cans on my lawn. But as long as they still have the refund nickel redemption thing in Iowa I'm just hustle out there and put that in my box so I it's can... a donation oh why do you make me work so hard for your donation? hey we're getting <laughs> off subject here you know we're going to talk about 1967 if I wasn't born yet is this can I still participate well, I'd have to get the roll of duct tapes the only way I get you to, or I could cut your mic because you know what it's my show, damn it. Your show, damn it. Yeah. Or give me another beer. Well, I could do that too, but you bring in that fancy foo-foo stuff, and I, I, uh, I'm I, not a connoisseur of beer, and if I do, it's so uh, so light. Uh, it's spelled L-I-G-H-T beer. Or, whoa, somebody's at the door. Oh, Who, hi. Oh. How you doing? Wow. I just stopped by because I... I was in the neighborhood and I saw a car in your driveway and I thought, I wonder who that is and look who it is. It's Johnny G. Well, For D. good looking Johnny G. Oh, now you stop it. You're going to get me all red and oh, wheezy. Oh, yeah. That's, magenta. What, I, that's magenta. what I like to do. I like to do that. But you know what? I can't stick around because... I've been here for quite some time. I've been to some concerts at the Surf Ballroom. And uh, there have been plenty of men there. And I've been having me some fun. 
but I thought I'd stop by. Your wife op- uh, uh, came to the door, but she didn't really want to let me in. I Don't thought, blame her. What the hell? I'm going to go say hi. So hi. Hi, Dee. Thanks for stopping by. Hey, was... what the hell? Why is it so cold and windy in this North Iowa state? Good grief. Last time I was here, it was cold and windy. I was walking around out in your yard, and it oh, was so Oh, yeah, your windy. shirt was flapping up in front of the I window. Practically, yeah, I remember now. I practically yeah. blew away. All right, then. Any Anything else you want to say or complain? Because we got a show to do here. Well, and, you uh, just go ahead. I don't want to bother you. Nothing like that. Anyway, I see that monkey over there in the corner again. Why'd you have to bring him along again there, Johnny? I didn't know. He, he's a little frightened of you, D, to be honest with you. I think it's the hair. I think it's the persona. I think he thinks you're a predator like a cougar woman. Oh, hell, I've, I've been called that quite a few times. Well, listen, I'm going to let you guys go now. I'll be back real soon, though. There's going to be another concert going on for surf, so I'll let you go. You guys have fun. Uh, bye, 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 Don't let the door hit you in the you-know-what on the way out. All right. Oh, boy. Am I as dark red as usual? Yeah. Oh, okay. But you still got a smir- smirk on your face, or is that a smile, or... I'm, you know, I, I, I'm no George Clooney. I'm not quite accustomed to that type of attention from the lady folks, so it, it kind of gets me all, all red, wheezy a little bit. I wasn't as wheezy as the last time she was here. Uh, you guys are getting used to each other. Could do, be. Do you see her off microphone? Did, did I what? Do you see her off mic other than in the studio? I mean, do you... Go out for a drink or a beer, or do you go to the surf and try and find her, or is she finding you, or... No, no, she, her aggressiveness kind of scares me. Oh, okay. Is that why you travel with a monkey? A little bit, yeah. Mr. Z, is that what his name was? Mr. I just call him Z. No, Dr. Zayas. This is, but... I'll never he, remember that. He responds that. to Z. I got a hard enough time getting through my notes here to <laughs> show and remember what I... What I put down for bullet points. Anyway. He's still over there hiding from D. <laughs> yeah, I don't blame him. I was getting a little nervous. I'm not going to go over there with him. <laughs> All right. So, so the year was 1967. By the way, thank you everybody for listening. I don't know if I said it, but I can't say it enough. Um, I enjoy the emails I get from people. And the constructive criticism uh, is fine too. I, I don't block you if you want to come back a second time with constructive criticism. So I I was a young man back then, 12 years old. I got a job at the implement shop where my dad worked as a mechanic. There they sold red tractors and red equipment. Now, that would be International Harvester. And uh, it was a pretty pretty thriving business. A lot of of people came and like I said, I was 12 and they were going to pay me 75 cents an hour. Big bucks. Well, for back then, and, and when you didn't really have an income other than mowing the lawn, 75 cents wasn't too bad because you didn't have the overhead of gas and paying off a mower for, you know, a buck fifty, two dollars lawn mowing job. Does that make economic sense? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Well, you, you're kind of giving me that look, and I thought, no, oh, am I talking over his head again? No, I was wondering if this is where the loaf of bread cost a nickel, gallon of gas was a dime. I didn't know if that was coming in. No, that was 20 years prior. <laughs> Gas was uh, 37.9 and bread was 19 
cents and then it went up to 23 but you could get four loaves for a dollar five loaves for a dollar <laughs> i can't remember i'll make a deal like that <laughs> yeah you would that's that's why yeah you are johnny g and i'm just a just a windy pot okay back to the story ladies and gentlemen my apologies so here I am, my first day on the job. I, I think I'm pretty cool. You know, Mom made sure I ate breakfast, and I, I went to work, and they showed me how to run the time clock, and I'm pretty well jazzed. I found out payday was uh, every two weeks. Nice. So this was day one of two weeks. And they told me, go clean out the bathroom. That thing needs it. It hasn't been cleaned in a while. OMG. Now, I want everybody to close your eyes and bear with me while I describe this. Take a deep, deep breath of fresh air because by the time I get done describing this, your mental nostrils may not feel it so clean. So the bathroom was behind a gray door and there was a pull chain in the middle with a light bulb that had anywhere from 1.5 to 2 million fly specks on it. So it was a little dim. It was about four feet across and about eight feet, maybe nine feet long. So you take a hard right after you pull the chain and there is a sink, probably four porcelain sink, maybe four feet long. I think it was supposed to be white. By the way, I did manage it to get it white after a few scrubs. It was mostly black and it had a cold water faucet. And it had a hot water faucet. They were old pipe, I think they're called pipe bibs, bib faucets or something. They were brass. And then there was one that was inverted upside down to the cold water one. I thought, well, what the heck's this? I turned it on. It goes all the way to the ceiling. And I realized if you don't turn it on all the way, it makes for a nice drinking fountain. And then you didn't have to touch anything or grab any Dixie cups. So... I look a little further past that, and there is a wastebasket that's overflowing. Needed to be emptied maybe a year prior to when I started my job at 75 cents an hour. And then there was the toilet. Those mechanics that used that toilet had the worst aim in the world, in my opinion. It was nasty. There was no floor drain in there. So maybe a few things pooled. Now, think of the stench that came from that. Keep your eyes closed now, everybody. Bear with me. So then I looked in the toilet bowl, and I thought, this is supposed to be white, isn't it? Oh, boy. So all of a sudden, here comes the boss. He says, are you getting anything done here? I said, mm, I'm surveying the situation. Survey hell. I'm paying you to clean. Here's a, a big cardboard canister, a Santa flush, and a brush, and some paper towels. Now go after it. Okay. I'm thinking. When I had to clean the toilet at home, I was able to put two scoops of Santa flush in and clean it. But there's no way in God's green earth that I was going to be able to clean this with two scoops of Santa flush. And I'm afraid the plastic handle would break because I'd get overzealous on the pressure it was going to take to turn this thing white again. So I said the heck with it. I went out 
went to my dad's toolbox and got a putty knife and decided to tackle the sink first. I used some Comet on that and a putty knife. And uh, one of the other mechanics came in and he goes, you better not be putting that stuff down the drain because I'm not going to tear that gooseneck apart. Uh, okay. Now he says, get out of here. And he had a magazine under his arm and he slammed the door and I stood and waited and waited and waited. And I thought, you know, I, I don't know if I want to go in there after this guy's done reading his magazine, right? Okay, he came out and his shirt was all tucked in and his britches pulled high and magazine he left on the sink. And I think it was Life magazine, nothing that wouldn't be appropriate to have in a mechanics shop. And because uh, they had plenty of calendars on the wall. And uh, yeah, so I went back in and I immediately walked back out because the window would not open and there were no exhaust fans back then. I thought, oh, what am I going to do to wait this thing out? So that's kind of the way that went. Um, oh, wow. I, I'm trying to open my eyes now without smelling that. And it, it's coming back to me after, let's see, I was 12. And now I'm 39. No, I'm, oh, no, I'm, well, anyway, that was over 50 years ago. And that, you know how some smells never leave you? Well, that was it. Johnny G, have you ever had a smell that wouldn't leave your nostrils? Sure, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. That's a great story. How long? So you cleaned the bathroom, finished your assignment, got paid? Well, I didn't get paid for two weeks. Oh. But you kept you kept your job, right? You did the job? Oh, yeah. They couldn't find anybody else who worked for 75 cents an hour that would show <laughs> up. And, and in this day and age, I don't know if anybody would take the job even at... 10, 15 bucks an hour. Yeah. You know, uh, maybe it was illegal to hire me back then, you know, being only 12. But yeah, I know what the smell of Gojo smells like. They had a big, uh, big canister. You pulled the lever back and you could only pull it back twice or you'd be wasting and uh, <laughs> wash the grease off your hands. But God, that, that smell just stinks or just hangs with me. And every once in a while, I might get a whiff of something that re Reminds me of that. And I get a mental nostril flashback. There you go. Now, can you match that story, Johnny G? I, uh, I don't want to do that today's show. But, I, oh, 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 Ed, um, D's out there. What's proper, oh, what, what's proper etiquette when someone flashes you? And good job, D. Thank, thank you. Thank, thank Smile. you. Smile. I, uh, careful. That's a smirk. Careful. Don't get a sunburn there, D. Careful. Whoa. Oh, 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 Ed. Oh. All right. I'm going to pull the curtains. Teach Z how to pull the curtains on the studio here. Can you walk me to my car today after the show? Uh -huh. I think D's going to be waiting for me. I don't think that's in the contract. I think D's going to be waiting for me out there. Well, lucky you. Well, make her stop. D, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, I'm not going to look. <laughs> yeah, thanks. <laughs> I see you. Okay. Back, All right. Bye, bye, D. Back, yep, good job. Good. Keep in your vegetables. Yep. Back, back, wow. <laughs> back to the smelly story and or. This uh, <laughs> <laughs> happen to me every day. <laughs> Only Holy when cow. you come here. I know. But back. Okay. Back to my question to you: Have you had a smelly job like that ever, and or a dirty job per Mike Rowe? 
you know, the dirty yeah, job. Yeah, the, I got to contact his people and see if he wants to be on the show. Oh, that'd be cool. You yeah, never know. He's going to take up your seat. Yeah, I, I'd gladly give it up. He, he's a cool guy. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I would, that would be quite a show. I do um, listen to his podcast, but he's way windier than we are. <laughs> but he's I, got people. I would think anyone, and I had a job for a while where I had to clean a public restroom in a business. Public restroom in a business. Well, yeah, I mean, restrooms of public uses and all that. Oh, stuff. okay. Yeah, and, and you get, you get, uh, yeah, you get all kinds of horror stories. Not to get too graphic. Uh, my mine is really bad. Can and you really it, smell it? Yet? No, no. I. Um, well, you're lucky. I can't shake this smell. I think I was scarred being that young. The the boss let me take anything off the shelf I needed to do the cleaning. It was a grocery store. Oh, okay, grocery store. And I I fashioned I I took a couple wire clippers and I and I clipped a coat hanger and I fashioned like a nose clip out of a coat hanger and shoved some toilet paper up my nose and fashioned this nose clip and let me see your phone. Thing in Did you take it? Did you take a selfie? No, this was 1980. Uh, we didn't have cell phones back then. Okay, speaking <laughs> of pictures and cell phones, I got to tell this quick story because right. I think it's cute because everybody's grandkids are cute, right? Sure. So my five-year-old granddaughter crawls up on my lap the other day, and she goes, Papa, can you show me a picture of when you were young and had hair? In case any listeners out there go to my website, you'll notice hair follicles are not my forte. And I said... Yeah, I can show you a picture of me with hair when I was young. All of a sudden, she jumps off my lap, goes over to the counter, grabs my phone, and sticks it, crawls back up on my lap, and says, Here, show me. <laughs> Aren't all pictures on a phone? And I thought, you know, she doesn't know any better. But her eight-year-old brother knew that in the old days, they put it on paper. He, he knew that much. He's so. a bright kid. Look out for that guy. Uh, You've you. shared stories of him before. Yeah, he's yeah. going to be something. Yeah. He is something. Yeah, he, he already is, but uh, yeah, so that uh, that was my dirty 75 cent an hour job, and let's see, if I worked there eight hours that day, which I probably used three quarters of the day to clean, I mean, it was nasty, it was thick, uh, all kinds of corn, but once I got into it, you know, it kind of felt good, I'm, I'm a I'm a pretty worker. good. You're a worker. I'm, well, I'm a cleaner. Let me let me tell you that I I, I can clean uh, clean pretty good. So yeah. So so that's what that's what I had going on. Probably the worst smelly job I ever had. Even in the winter time, when I would help uh, put new chains in a manure spreader, and uh, they thought we thought them out overnight, and then had to scoop it out. That bathroom was still worse than, oh, the, wow. manure, than, than the manure spreader. What do uh, you think that was what, last clean during what the Herbert Hoover administration or what's your tell me when tell they... me when Hoover was in office you know all those oh answers. that was uh, twenty eight to thirty two I think no I think it was after the war <laughs> so it was pro probably in the late forties V day <laughs> oh my goodness yeah because there's still a few corn cobs laying back behind there so I don't know if nice. toilet paper had been invented Truman administration then that's cool is, is that when toilet paper was invented no 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 I oh. mean after the war oh okay yeah yeah so yeah that that's my story and I'm sticking to it and you know what I can't get this I'm really glad I poured this scotch and you allowed me to have a double because it's kind of helping helping clear the 
passage and the memories. Yeah, uh, I, I, I'm not much of a scotch person, but I thought I heard someone say you're supposed to sip it. You've been drinking that like you just run oh, the Oh, give me the, a break. The, the I, pour, I poured it 20-some 20 <laughs> 20 hours ago, 20-some minutes ago, and I think I've had an ounce now. No, you've been sipping. I've given yeah. you hell. Well, come on. <laughs> we, we can't BS our listeners because they know everything we say here is true and to the letter. And uh, They do. What's that look? <laughs> they think everything we say is true? Why, why wouldn't they? How did we paint that picture? This is the Ed Hallback Show, where we have life stories with sarcasm, smart-ass remarks, and awesome guests. And I want to thank everybody for listening to my stinky, crappy uh, story today. I do have a quote prepared for you as we're winding down the show here. The quote is, Whenever I feel the urge to exercise, I just lie down and it goes away. Let me repeat it for some of you. Whenever I feel the urge to exercise, I just lie down and it goes away. That quote comes directly from a man on the river down in Hannibal, Missouri, Mr. Mark Twain. Nice. I bet Jason likes that quote. We'll find out if he says anything to me when I get to the gym. By the way, Father Josh and Jason are trying to get their schedule together. So we will have a padre and a personal trainer here to talk about exercise and, and clearing their heads. And I said, how are three of us going to fit in the studio? And they said, what color duct tape do you want? Oh, I mean, three muscular, good-looking, strapping young men. Yeah, how will you all fit in the studio? Thank you for saying young that, that, that well, way. Well, I think they want to duct tape me, but you know what I told them? It's my show, damn it. Your show, damn it. Yeah. I so I it. Johnny G, Z, Debugger, when you're listening... I want to thank you guys for being here today to listen to my smelly, stinky story. Everybody pass the word. We're entertaining. We're smart asses at www.edhallback.com. That's E-D-H-A-L-B-A-C-H. Find me on Buzzsprout. Find me on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. And there's another one I can't remember. Beansprout. Bean, no, that buzz sprout. Beans, bean sprouts in the garden, but it's too cold up here. You know, we did coping with late spring last week. Well, it's still too cold up here. So, thanks again for listening. I appreciate it. Bye bye.